this time I present unto you not only than a very young pastor and founder here at the Upper Room. Come on, church, let's greet Pastor Edward E. Worry with a hearty amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen again. Amen. God has been good to us. He blessed us. He has kept us. And he has protected us from the hands of the adversary. Can I get a witness? Yes, I hope that you have your Bibles today. Amen. And we want to finish up part three of the heart of worship. The heart of worship. Amen. So we begin today in Romans, the sixth chapter, and the fourth. I'm sorry, the first verse, if you can, down to, I guess the second, and then we'll jump over to the 13th. Is that all right, people of God? Amen. Amen. Thank you for your agreement with the word of the Lord. When you have it, say amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For your word. For your word. And it reads in your hearing. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That the grace may abide? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin? live any longer therein. 13th verse. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are under, you are you are not under the law, but are under grace. And my thought would be, Part three of the heart of worship. Father, we thank you for this time. Speak to our hearts and our minds that we may comprehend what the Spirit says to the church in the name of Jesus. We bless you because you are our God and there is none like you and there is none that can take your place. And we thank you and the people of God said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in his presence. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The blessings of surrendering. The blessings of surrendering. The Bible is crystal clear about how you benefit when you fully surrender 
your life to God. First, you experience peace. Stop quarreling with God. If you agree with him, you will have peace at last. And things will go well for you. Next, you experience freedom. Offer yourselves to the ways of God and the freedom never quits. It never quits. His commands set you free to live openly, openly in his freedom. Amen, somebody. Amen, everybody. Third, you experience God's power in your life. You find out where did you get that extra strength from it. Your desire start to popping. You start knowing stuff. Because God has given you that experience of his power. <clears throat> Stubborn temptations and overwhelming problems can be defeated. Can be defeated by Christ. Yes. When given to him. You got to give it to God. You can't hold on to the things that's keeping you down. The things that wear you out, tear you down, suicide, homicide, you name it, any yes, kind of sir. side, you got to give it to God. Yes, he can take care of it better than you can. Yes, he can do some stuff that will make you say, what just happened? Hello, somebody. Yes, As Joshua approached the biggest battle of his life, he Counted God fell in worship before him and surrendered his plans to God because he was in a warfare and he thought he would never win. When you surrender yourself, God works out plans that you never thought you could plan. Can I get a witness, somebody? That surrendering led to a stunning victory in Jericho. This is the paradox. Victory comes through surrender. Victory comes through surrendering. And some of you have been surrendering and surrendering and look like victory was delayed. It wasn't delayed and has not been denied. But God loves it when you worship him and when you surrender to him, God say, that's my boy, that's my girl, that's, that's, that's my child, that's my child. Though they're going through, but they yet keep surrendering. Can I get a witness? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. I'm surrendering everything. I'm surrendering everything. To God Almighty. To God Almighty. So surrendering to God 
You don't have to fear or surrender to anything else. Trust and never doubt. Believe and it will happen. The greatness of a man's power is in the measure of his surrendering. You want to be powerful in God? Keep surrendering to God. Surrendered people are the ones God uses. Oh God, you surrendering people. If he ain't use you yet, because you ain't surrendered yet. But when you start surrendering, God will use you. Amen. And turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. he talking to me. He so, God chose Mary to be the mother of Jesus. Not because she was talented or wealthy or beautiful, but because she was totally surrendered to him. Totally surrendered to him. When the angel explained God's improbable plan, she calmly responded, I am the Lord's servant, and I am willing to accept whatever he wants. When you start to get to the mode like that, strange things are going to start happening to you. Miracles are going to get in line. And they're going to want all of your attention. Oh, yeah. Amen, somebody. Yeah. Amen. I, I threw my own party. Come on, sir. Come on. Come on. You invited if you want to come, but I'm going I'm to throw my own party. So I got my hat on. I just blew my horn. Amen. So you invited to surrender to God. And when you surrender to God, something is going to happen to you. Do you not know when you surrender, God started healing you, delivering you, wealthy, knocking on your door? Amen. When wealth knock on the door, don't peep through the peephole. You might miss your blessing because you're too busy peeping. Amen. Somebody. Nothing is more powerful than a surrendered life in the hands of God. So give yourself completely, completely, completely to God. The best way to live? Mm. Everybody eventually surrenders to something or someone. Can I get a witness? If not to God, you will surrender to the opinions or explanations of others. Or the expertise of what they want you to be. Yes. Or to money. Yes. To resentment. To fear. Or to your own pride. Lust. Yes. Or your own ego. Yes. What you submitting yourself to. And I get a witness. Yes. Amen. Amen. Take your time, Pastor. <laughs> Take your time. And I will. You were designed to worship God. Yeah. Amen. I said you were designed 
to worship God. When God saw you, when God made you, he said, that's a worshiper. You was in your mess. Come on, talk to me. You was in your mess. And what did he do? He brought you out. You stayed in there because you wanted to stay in there. But what he was saying, you're going to become a worshiper. You're going to worship me. And if you notice, you notice in the bars, in the speakeasies, in the parties, folk and backsliders. You get so drunk, you get so high, they tell, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, where at? Lord? He been there. He been for you. He's talking to you. Put that bottle down. Put that needle down. Put that alcohol down. Because if you don't, it's going to bring you down. Can I get an echo of an amen? Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. Amen, everybody. So, you are free to choose what you surrender to. You are free to choose what you surrender to. But you are not free from the consequences of that choice. There's consequences. If you don't surrender to Christ, you surrender to chaos. Lord have mercy. And some of you have met chaos. You didn't like chaos. Can I get a witness? It's either chaos or Christ. Amen. Choose you this day. Who you were. Uh, oh, y'all talking to me now. Okay. Oh, you're mumbling. You're saying something. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It's all right. We're just getting started. Surrendering is not the best way to live. <laughs> it is the only way to live. It's the only way. Can't live the other way. Nothing else works. It don't work. I know what I'm talking about. It don't work. You can get a job in it and you won't get paid. All other approaches lead to frustration, disappointments, and self-destruction. It'll mess you up. Do you know Satan operates mainly in homicide and suicide. Yeah, I know. If won't nobody kill you, he'll make you kill yourself. That's how he operates. He works on you. He'll tell you you're less. he tell you nothing. Nothing works for you. You need to just lay down and die. The devil is a liar. God said he needs your body. He needs your mind. He needs you to speak for him. But you can't speak for him if you don't know him. And the only way you're going to know him, you have to accept him in your life. You got to surrender all therefore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bless your soul. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into dangerous temptations and trials. They are to come to really to strengthen your faith. Can I get a witness? So the King James Version calls surrendering your reasonable service. Your reasonable service. Another version translate it the most sensible way to serve God. Surrendering your life is not 
a foolish emotional impulse, but a rational, intelligent act. Mm. The most responsible and sensible thing you can do with your life. How plain can it be? Hold back the salt and the pepper. Amen. Somebody. God is seasoning by himself. We have four seasons. And God can visit you all four seasons. Or he don't visit you all because he already told you at the beginning of the season, I am with you always. Oh, help us, God. Help us. Come on, Holy Ghost. He said, forever, 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 I'll love you. Forever. He said, I am committed to love you. My passion for you is because I died for you. They stretched him wide and hung him high because he loved you and he was showing you that's how much he loves you. Can I get a witness somebody? You ain't found nobody down here on earth gonna die for you. You didn't want They've been trying to kill you all along. Amen somebody. Have you ever thought what God thinks about you? Oh you somebody. You are special to God. That's why God sent his son, and his son said, I'm going to give my life for them. His flesh was worn with him about do we have to really go to the cross because he felt the pain and the agony. He said, but then, you know what? He had to rebuke himself. And Father, because of your will, I'll go. Yeah. I'm going to change a nation. I'm going to change the world. Turn them upside down. I'm going to make ambassadors and bring them into the kingdom, the kingdom domain that he had called them to be in. Amen, somebody. Amen, everybody. That is why Paul said, so we make it our goal to please him. We too busy trying to please people. Have you ever noticed when you please people, do the best you can and give them all you got, they still turn around and kick you in the tail. All right. Oh, you ain't got there yet? You're going to wind up getting there. It's called AKA chaos. Can I get a witness, somebody? The devil ain't playing with you. He ain't playing with nobody. He ain't playing with me, and I ain't playing with him. I don't like him, and he don't like me. So there's a problem. The problem is stay in your lane, and I'm in mine. And I'm going to lean and drive. Can I get a witness? And when I cross over there, it's the Holy Ghost that's taking me over there to get my brother or my sister that is lost, that want to come out and don't know how to come out. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy, with me. People are in pain. People are hurting. They want to be free. They want to come out of the mess that they're in. But they don't know how Satan bound them up. Hallelujah. The chains on their minds, the chains in their spirits. And they don't know if they want to salute or sit down. But I tell you today, you got an answer. And the answer is, he can deliver anybody. It don't matter what you have. 
If you're bedridden, if you're sick, or you're doomed to die, God said, bring them to me. Bring them to me. Tell me about them. Let me see what you're talking about. I really want to know if your passion is like mine. Because if it is, we can do something here. Amen. Somebody. Your, your wisest moments, hear me y'all, will be those when you say yes to God. Have you noticed when you say yes to God, there's a change? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You be blocking folk out the way because other folk want you to say yes to them all the time. Get up yeah. with them. Yeah. You can say yes, 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 yes. But you say no, they say what? Uh -huh. They change on you. Yeah. Say what you say. That is the spirit of control. Mm -hmm. No one's supposed to control you. Amen. No one. Hallelujah. Even God don't want the control on you. He wants you to accept him. It is Satan is the one that wants control. He will manipulate. He will dominate. And he will what? Intimidate. He always brings fear when he comes, which is false evidence of being real. Amen. And it hurts when God has blessed you to come out and you see others stuck. It hurts you because the simple fact you want them free. Yes, yes, Talk to yes, me, baby. Yes. You want them free. You know they weren't made like that. Yes. The devil had taken over them. Yes. But the passion is in you. God started to change your heart. You find yourself weeping for them. You find yourself crying out to God for them, praying for them, fasting for them, living to God for them because they know not his ways. I rebuke the spirit of suicide. And I rebuke the spirit of homicide in Philadelphia. It is an act of satanic forces that's coming to rob these young kings and queens of their inheritance. But the devil is a liar. God reigns and he reigns forever. He reigns in us. That's why he said if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Sometimes it takes years. Hear me now. But eventually you discover that the greatest hindrance to God's blessings in your life is not others. It is yourself. Some of you have blocked your own blessings. You believe God to a certain limit, then you stop. God says, I need you to bless me another season. Amen. Trust me another season. Yeah. And I'm going to increase your trust. Because I'm going to do exceedingly abundantly more than you even ask or think. You know why? Because I love you. Forever. Forever. And forever. So, your self-will Stubborn pride and personal ambition can stop you yes. from reaching your maximum in God. Can I get a witness, somebody? You cannot fulfill God's purpose for your life while 
focusing on your own plans. You're focusing on your own plans. And your own plans ain't working for you. Can I get away? That's why God said, I got plans for you. If God said he got plans for you, you making plans for yourself. God said, now wait a minute. If I created you and made you in my image, I got plans for you. You're telling God, I can plan for myself. God said, it ain't going to work, baby. Amen. And the reason why it ain't going to work, because you're headed for destruction. Amen. 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 So, if God is going to do his deepest work in you, it will begin with this. We what, Pastor? It will begin with this. Look, I got your attention. That's what I'm talking about. You want to know with what, what this? What is this? So give it all to God. You ain't giving it all to him. You only give him a little dab of do you. And a little dab of do you ain't gonna do you right. All right, all right. All right. He wanted all. He wanted it all. Can I, can I get a witness? When you go to work and you work seven days a week or however you work, you want what? You want all your pay. Hello. You don't even want the government to take out no taxes. Can I get, can I get a witness? You said the government didn't take out the taxes. I had me on another paycheck. Can I? Yeah, you will. When you get it next year when you file your taxes. Well, why you got to take my money? Because I'm the government. You don't ask him. You, you can't tell him you will give him 10%. He take more than 10% from you. Oh, come on, talk to him. And God just asked for 10%. And the government take what he want. He take taxes. The city take taxes. You got stuff on, on your little stuff that you don't even know what it is. They still taking money out. You better need to question that. Yeah. Who is this? What is this? Where you come from? Already got medical coverage. When you getting another one? Yes. I am. Yes. Yeah, you getting another one? What the little duck? Yeah, go. Somebody know Aflac. What do it really produces? Huh? And they take all that money on you on Aflac. Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Oh, they take money on. They take it. They don't ask you nothing. I say they take it. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Maybe y'all like them taking your money. And God gives you and you don't want to give God back. Amen walls. Amen lights. Amen flowers on the windowsill. God bless you. To get up in the morning to go do what you need to do. You think your job is going to make you rich? I don't think so. Your job is to help somebody else. Amen, amen lights. Amen, amen ceiling. What they flip to say? Amen, pastor. Some of y'all be running up out of here. Amen. amen. Talking about the superstition. Ain't no superstitious. Witches can't stay here. Amen. Neither can warlocks. Amen. amen. They don't like what I'm preaching. Amen. They don't like it. They don't really want to hear it. Amen. Sometimes you don't want to hear it either, but it's the truth. It sets you free. Amen. 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 So give it all to God. Your past regrets. Your present problems. Your present problems. 
your future ambitions, your fears, dreams, weakness, habits, hurts, and hang up. Give it all to God. Surrender it. Stop holding on to it. God can't come in when you hold on to it. Why ask God to take it away and you won't let it go? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Put Jesus Christ in the driver's seat of your life and take your hands off the steering wheel. That is amazing. Let him drive for you. You know they got these cars now. Really can drive by themselves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had a commercial on. The lady was in the car driving. And she gets to the stop sign. The car so sensitive. No other cars coming. Instead of this car stopping, it makes a left hand turn and keep getting up. And I say, the way cars move so fast, it came out of nowhere, but the computer say, go. You turn it off, it turns itself back on. You do 40, it want to do 80. It's called malfunctioning. These are the times we're living in. And if you don't know how to back up, all you got to do is get there beside the other car, push the button, the car start, the wheel start. He said, oh, shucks, I'm in there. It's the car doing it. Now, if a computer can train a car, What's wrong with you? If God be his word, why can't you trust him for what he says? Amen. Amen. I'm going to get out your way. Yeah, I did that when I came into the place. Amen. Amen. We got the wrong concept of God. We do. We don't give God no tip or delayed thank you when he had blessed you instantly. Uh-huh. And the reason why things ain't happening the way they're supposed to be in our lives is because of the simple fact we reject his presence. I say we reject his presence. Okay. Don't be afraid. Nothing under his control can ever be out of control. Amen. I'll say that again. Don't be afraid. Nothing under his control can never be out of control. Amen. And I've seen some out of control believers no Christians. Yeah, out of control. They got the wrong concept of him. It don't take all day long to get to Jesus. He said, I'm so close. When you say Jesus, he said, huh? I'm right there. He said, what you want? What you want me to do? You want me to bless you? Give me praise. Surrender. And if you ever notice people, the thing that you hold on to is what he wants. 
You be trying to hold on and say, God, I, I, I can't get this up right now. You know, I, 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 I'm stuck in it. He said, that's why I want to get you out of it because you're stuck in it. Amen. I want to bring you out. I want you to really steal my joy. I want you to really see what it's like to have my love in your spirit. So, mastered by Christ, you can handle anything only if he's your master. Can I get a witness? In slavery, they had masters, but they forced control over us. Amen, somebody. But in Christ, he said, you can handle anything if you are in Christ. You will be like Paul. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. That is, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. In other words, me and Christ got it going on. That is a relationship. And when you got a relationship with him, Satan always try to get a relationship with you. You know how to say no and yes. Two most powerful words on this earth. Yes or no. Yes to God and no to the devil. Ain't no maybe I'll catch up with you later. Uh Uh-uh. God wants you now. He wants all of you. Paul's moment of surrendering occurred on the Damascus Road after he was knocked down by a blinding light, knocked him off his beast, and he was blind. And the first thing he said, Lord, Lord. In other words, he's calling Lord. Why are you calling him Lord? He probably ain't no, ain't no, no. The soul know who is the original maker. If you stand out there on Broad Street talking, I don't believe in God, let that sea bus hit you. Amen. Your soul going to say, oh, Lord. Yeah, going to say, oh, Lord, because it knows it's a original maker. I don't believe. I don't believe. Bam. Lord, help me. In other words, the soul speaking. Not your mouth. The soul is speaking. Your soul, while you walking or sleeping or going, ever your soul says yes. Yes, yes, yes. I surrender. I surrender. You may surrender all day long. Keep surrendering. For others, God gets our attention with less drastic methods. You gonna get your attention. Regardless, surrendering is never just a one-time event. (laughs) Paul says, I die daily. Every day, every day, people. There is a moment of surrendering, and there is the practice of surrendering, which is moment by moment, and it is lifelong. Forever, forever, and forever.
forever and forever and forever. I promise to bless you. I promise to keep you. I promise to take care of you. He said, if you abide in me, I will abide in you. Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The word cleanses us. Amen. And God is looking for your repentance. Repent, repentance brings restoral. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The problem with the living sacrifice mm, is that it can crawl off the altar. So you may have to re-surrender your life 50 times a day. Yes, <laughs> you must make it a daily habit. I don't care what folks say. When you surrender yourself to God, God hears you. What you're saying, God, here I am. I thought I had it going on. But I've been messing up. I surrender that thing over to you. Forgive me. I give myself, my mind, my body, my soul. I give it all to you, God. I want you to be pleased with me. Any weakness, take it away. Any affliction, take it away. I want all of you. The enemy keep trying to creep up on me, Lord. And you're talking to him. He's trying to get me to do a suicide. He's trying to get me to hurt somebody, to say some things. He's he trying to get me to do something. But God, I even give back to you. I give it to you because I can't do nothing about it. But I know you have power. And the power that you have, I need it now. And after you have told him that and you have surrendered to him, you start to bless him and the enemy still going to keep coming and you keep surrendering. Keep surrendering. Keep surrendering. In other words, God, I give up. Not on you, but the things that's trying to take me through. I believe you for your word. I stand on your word. Because you said no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, thou shall condemn. Father, I'm yours. I surrender. I try to do it my way, but I'm still stuck. No one likes to be stuck or broke down. Can I get a witness? You can take a trip somewhere. You got a flat. That's going to take time. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Especially you wait for triple A. You're going to get triple time. Hello, somebody. Waiting. And if you don't know how to fix it, you still, you're looking for somebody, somebody to come help you. Amen. Well, God say, I want to help. I want to bring you out of poverty. Because that's not your portion. Amen. I want to bring you out of sickness. That's not your portion. I want to bring you out of the midst of chaos. Because that's not your portion. You belong to me. Through my blood that have died, that have shed it on the cross for you. Oh, it's, been, it's called blood washing. And he blood washes you. 
And when he blood washes you, he cleanses you for your past, present, and your future sins. Can I get a witness, somebody? Amen. Amen. I'm almost out of here. I'm almost out of here. Amen. No, no. Amen. I done, I done already preached already. Praise the Lord. I want you to hear what the Lord is saying. He wants total surrendering. Yes, yes, yes. Stop playing with God. Cry one minute and then laugh at God the next minute. Something wrong with you. Who are you playing with? Do you know who God is? Do you really know who he is? He said, I sent my son because y'all can't deal with me. He sent his son in his flesh, your elder brother, to bring you to the father. And they had the nerve to ask him the question, you ain't God, who is God, where is God? He said, when you see me, you see the Father because we are one. Now that's dangerous talk. Hello, somebody. That's dangerous talk. They said he was blaspheming. They said everything they wanted to say about him. But he kept being the son of God. Mark 8, 34. Yeah, I'm almost out of here. Praise the Lord. I know y'all got some trains to catch. Praise the Lord. I hope it's the train to glory. Amen. Mark 8 and 34, evangelist. What do you say? And when he had called the people unto him. What did he have? With his disciples also. With his disciples, uh-huh. He said unto them, whosoever will come after me. Whosoever. I don't care if you're crazy. You're nut. You're drunk, you're alcoholic, whatever you may be or whatever you're into. He said, if you come after me and... Let him deny himself. You got to deny yourself when you come to me. You can't have your cake and ice cream and sweet potato pie. You got to get one of them. You can't have it all. He got to have it all. Uh-huh. And take up his cross. Take up your cross. And your cross might be heavy. You that are believers, when you started, your cross was light. But as you start to follow in Jesus, look like that thing got heavy. Even Jesus had, listen, help to carry his cross. Yeah, absolutely. And when it get heavy on you, he said, don't worry about it. I got you. If any man come after me. He said, you got to deny yourself. But then when you did, you got to pick up. That thing that keep trying to take you down. He said, bring it to me. Bring it to me. See, that's what healing and deliverance is about. You done went through all week long. When you come to church, that thing that you got, well, I can't come in there, Pastor. I'm too heavy. That's why God said, I want you to come. Yeah. I want to lighten your load. I want to take that thing off of you. So when you come, you surrender to God. In the presence of God. And I guarantee you, you feel much better. And you get closer. And the scriptures say, if we walk in the light, as in the light, we got fellowship with one another. And his blood cleanses us from our sins. When we come together, he cleanses. I don't care how heavy it may be. That sign up here ain't just up here just to be up here for decorations. There's power in the words. And some of you have been afflicted, oppressed. Huh? You might have been all of them. But you were there. So you was there. But look at your deliverance now. Look at your deliverance now. And you don't look like what you've been through. Can I get a witness? Tell me God ain't good. I know who he is. And you know him by going through. 
He said, I'm only dealing with surrendered people. You want to do battle for him? Surrender. And when you go into the battle, you're going to have victory. Because you surrendered you. You got to get you out the way. Because see, you, but it me, myself, and I, and you, always got a conversation fight. I, I ain't going to change. You say, me going out of here. So say, who? Where? You. In other words, you going through. Right there in the house, ain't even got out there yet. But your spirit said, I got to get there. I got to get there. Why? Because I want to surrender. I want to surrender. You ain't supposed to be missing church at no time. I say this and I say it again. You got too many open spaces doing nothing. Don't tell me about family. Don't tell me about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your delayed husband, or your sanctified wife. I don't hear none of that stuff. I'm talking about being in the presence of God. Are your children crazy? So what they crazy? You come in the presence of God. God straighten that mind out. He straighten yours out too. Amen, somebody. So stop being a council potato. Get in his presence. Turn that TV off. Get in his presence. Surrender to him. And he'll change everything in your house. Amen. But it's you that he won't. He want all of you. He want all of you. Let him deny himself. Deny himself. Deny himself. When you deny yourself, that means check this out. You got to help somebody else. Can I get a witness? Amen. And one thing about blessing people, when you bless them, they thankful. Yes. And when they see you again, you know what they say? That's the blessed one. Amen. Amen. That brother blessed me. That sister blessed me. Uh, How they bless you? They gave me a word. And I went and I read that word and it strengthened my life. It strengthened my life. It changed my life. Why? Because, because God sent you to bless. And we got to stop the foolishness. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. We got to stop the foolishness. Stop playing footsies with God. Stop playing chess or checkers. Some of you have the dash to play marbles with him. What's wrong with you? Amen. Just like a marble roll, you roll too. But it's best to roll in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Any saints in the house? Well, praise the Lord. That's one of those. here. That's all. Look what God has done for you. He put food on your table. He put clothes on your back. He protected your children. He made a way out of no way. And you ain't surrendered yet. What's wrong with you? When you gonna surrender to God? Some blessings you asked God for last year or the year before that, he started showering now. Yes. Amen. And some of you be so upset with him. Well, I ain't asking for it. You did ask him for it. That's why he gave it to you. But this is what I want here. Always remember your decisions, hit me now, brings on circumstances. Look at 
the circumstances before you make the decision. And when you, listen, when you make that decision, check out the circumstances. I mean all of it, not just some of it, all of it. And you want to see God in it. If God ain't in it, back up. Back up. And if you notice when you're angry, you can't think. You can't function. You might say anything. Amen. Praise the Lord. Read that again, evangelist. Whosoever will come after me. Whosoever will come No, wait a minute. First, you got to come to him. Come to who? You got to come to Jesus. Not Buddha. Not Mohammed. You got to come to Jesus. And when you come to Jesus, there's going to be a change. You know, the Bible said, Jesus knew their thoughts before he got there. So why waste time going there when I know what they're thinking and what they believe? So he goes another place that people will accept him. And that's what's wrong with the church. Spend too much time chasing folk that hate God. Give them the word, back up, keep moving. Amen. Amen. Some folks, you, look, you come to church, you come to church. Look, if you don't come, you miss your own blessing. Amen. I'm the cleanup man. Leave your blessing on your seat at the church. I will clean it up. Hello, somebody. Amen. And take it with me. And you say, well, I ain't so blessed. Because you left yours. Amen, mm -hmm. Amen somebody. Amen. Amen. Oh, man, whosoever come. Who's ever come? And your job is to invite people. Amen. Well, I don't know nobody. You got contacts on your phone. Amen. I say you got a contact on your phone. You got a contact on your phone. You ain't got contact on your phone. Well, there is a yellow page. And that, and it's like that thick. But I don't know nobody. That's even make it better. Because the ones you don't know will come. Amen. And the ones you do know won't come. Amen. They're too busy judging your life. Amen. Your job is to invite. That's all. Invite. Don't get upset if they don't come. They've been promised you a year, two years. I'm coming, coming where? Thank God that the rapture will take place. Amen. You don't want to be left. Amen. You don't want to be left. He said, I'm coming. Look quickly in the twinkling of an eye and just as you sit here when you twinkle your eye you can't even say Lord forgive me because you, you couldn't even say nothing that's how fast he coming and when he come he coming to give what belongs to him Amen. those surrendered ones those that say God here I am this cross been heavy but I thank you, God, for helping me carry this cross. It took a lot out of me, but you restored me. You gave me victory in the midst of my downfall. Hello, somebody. I pray that you go through. You're going to go through anyway. That's what the scripture says. You're going to go through. Shut your mouth. And go through. Go through. 
and go through with joy. Amen. Go through knowing that you're going to overcome. Yes. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Stop acting like the world. He saved you out of the world. You got no business acting like the world. You got no business dressing like the world. You got no business talking like the world. Amen. He saved you out of the world. Amen. Close your ear gate and your eye gate. Because the devil can change your mind just like that if you ain't strong in God. Amen. You start finding yourself on desires and things that God had delivered you from. You could be working on your way going to school and the devil hits you with an oldie. Let's get it on. He said, oh, baby. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm saved. Yes, you are saved. But what happened? He checked out your memory. And you remember what that song used to do to you? You used to hit. Because you used to be high, you know. And singing your song. You didn't get paid for it because you didn't write it. Can I get a witness, somebody? But it was in your spirit. And you start singing it. You got to get at the God, too. Amen. Amen. Them no names, bump, bump, pass. You got to get at the God. You got no business doing that. Why? Because of the simple fact He gave you authority and power over the grapes, over the cocaine. Over the heroin, over everything that's out there that brings you down. He said, I gave you authority over it. I gave you authority over it. I gave you authority over it. Why should it run you? And since it runs you, you run from me. That's what God said. You run from him. Amen. Stop begging for they want God. Don't beg them. You live the life in front of them. Amen. Just live the life in front of them. Be kind. Be nice. But you got to keep it moving. Amen. I say you got to keep it moving. Amen. You got to plant the seeds of love. Because you know, a lot of people don't like you. Or oh, you ain't going to talk to me. You say feed your enemy. Oh, you, you want me to take him out to Denny's? Y'all might be paying pennies up. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but it's the love of God that's in you. Your neighbor, you've been known for years. Y'all done fell out because you didn't have no jelly for their toast. Amen. And they start talking about you. They invite me over to eat breakfast and they had no jelly. And one word led to another. And you said, get up out my house and leave my breakfast. Now, you didn't change. You see what they put out of you? Oh yeah, it's the things that you gotta come out of you. Yeah. And they like, oh my goodness, they didn't let me get they didn't let me get my shot off. <laughs> I thought you were saved. I thought you was a Holy Ghost filled. Ain't this your fast day? And you ain't got no jelly. And they talk about you, make you feel some type of way, for you know what the beast come out of you. You ready, you ready to give up 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 over overhand right. Hello, somebody. And they run out of your house and say, that's the house of hell. <laughs> ain't that the one go to church? That's the house of hell. I ain't going back in there. Over some jelly. <laughs> and conviction hits you. Surrender. God, I'm sorry. I got beside. I'm going to give you me, God. That's why I said, if any man come after me, let him deny himself. I'm going to give you me, God. And since I'm giving, now you got to apologize 
to the one that said, you ain't got no jelly. Oh, you, oh, you're going to see him again. You're going to see him. Because he's going to be on the other corner over there talking about you when you come. And somebody said, no jelly. No jelly. No jelly. And, and you know what it's about. And you got to catch yourself because you're going to start feeling some. Oh, y'all talk to y'all. know I'm in the house. Never come back to my house again. Stop saying that. And God invites you. Go and apologize. Go. And, and, and that's what's wrong with the church. They will not apologize. They can tell a lie on you. Hear me. And come tell you they sorry. But the lie they told, no, you got to go tell the individual or the individual that you told the lie to that you lied about the individual. Amen. They don't do that. That's too much like right. Amen. So they didn't ask for forgiveness, but the folks that they lied on you about, they gritting on you, looking you up and down yes. like you a sardine or something. Hello, somebody. Amen. In the church. Yes. I'm talking about out there, people out there don't know about I'm talking about in the church. You come to be blessed by God. You come to hear what God has to say to you. And when God talks to you, receive it. Amen. Am I my brother keeper? Yes. yes, I am. It's not how my brother treat me. It's how I treat him. And y'all know there's some people that got in your got in your face, got around you, you want to smack the piss out of their mouth. Hello, somebody. Choke them and then stomp them and then say, God, will you take them now? No, God ain't no, 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 don't, don't play with God like that. Your attitude and your character must change. It can't stay the same. And stop distributing yourself to people. Giving the word and back off. They don't want to take. Listen, they come see, they tell you what they're about. But I, 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 I like the way you talk. In the back of your mind, I like the way you walk. Oh, I'm going to get in the house now, y'all. But I'm going to church because, see, I see Jesus. <laughs> what are you saying, man? Uh -oh, when you walk, I see nothing but Jesus. Jesus ain't shaped like no woman. Amen. Amen. Jesus don't talk that. So how you doing? Jesus don't talk like that. When you read about Jesus, gangster. Jesus get gangster on you quick, nicely. He said, believe me or die. That's, that's it. <laughs> he said, live or die. He said, you cross me or my father, I'm going to kill you. Uh, God said, I tell you, God ain't nothing to pray with. But get in the church. Oh, I think I go to a pastor great church over there. He got some chickadees over there. He got some what over there? Oh, man, they say, they love the Lord. They do, they do something. When they, when they pray, just do something to me. Something wrong with your spirit. I just love the way they pray. You lust what they pray. Yes, yes. No, my brother. No, my brother. I see Jesus. You see Jesus where? But they just stand up. But when they talk or when they smile, I see the echoes of Jesus' chin. What's you talking about? You see the echoes of Jesus' chin. What are you talking about? I just got off the mothership. You better get back on it then. Hello, somebody. Amen. You'd be surprised what people believe and what people are doing. God said, I need somebody to surrender. I need to surrender. Look, if it's 50 or 100 times a day, 
He said, surrender. See, when you surrender to God, you want to surrender to people. You can count, the, or, or you can write down all the people that crossed you, disrespect you, did everything. You can write that down, can't you? How many times do you write down how God has blessed you? He blessed you over that. But a lot of times people have hurt us so bad to have penetrated our heart. Our heart has to change. It can't stay the same. That's why when you surrender, God started doing what? An operation. He said, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe so also in me. For in my Father's house are many a mansion. If it was not so, I wouldn't have told you, but I go to prepare a place for you. In other words, for prepared people, you got to prepare a place. Everybody ain't getting in the glory. And when you do go, you're only going for seven years. Seven years. I thought you said eternity. You're going to live eternally, but you ain't going to be living up there. And that's why the new Jerusalem comes down where you live in. You won't need the sun out there. You be looking for the sun to come down, put your sunglasses on. No, some of your preachers are praying. You better get some spiritual sunglasses and put on them. You see one another. That's the power that he puts in you. It's called the governor, the Holy Spirit. Because when the rapture take place, the governor, which is the Holy Spirit, going back with God. It ain't going to stay down here. It's pure darkness. No lecture, no nothing. It is dark. Satan is set loose. His whole job is to kill, steal, and destroy. He's messing up people now. He has already started. Now we sit back in our comfortable houses, in our comfortable settings, and say, that's a shame. Well, it's a shame that you don't pray for them. That's a shame. They marching here, they're doing this, trying, listen, trying to bring peace, really, in America. America have left God. He said, when America turned back to God, he said, I'll heal the nation. I can't heal it while it's going like it's going now. He said, where's those that say they believe and trust in me? Where are they? All these little humble and quiet prayers, God said, make some noise. If the world can make a bunch of noise, why can't you? Lean to the glory. Turn your gospel up. Amen. And ride slowly through the hood. Amen. I might get shot at. You're going to get shot one way or another. Hello, somebody. Amen. God going to protect you. Amen. Oh, you don't have to talk to me, man. Say, but we're living in fear. We, we got to get out of fear. Amen. I'm scared. It's dark. It's dark now. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark. So what? I don't think I go to church tonight. That's your healing night. Amen. I'll be all right. I'll wait till Sunday. Think about it. Some of you have been begging folk to come to church. Mm -hmm. Yes. You've been asking over and over again. And it's like a song. Will you come to church? Will you come to church? When you going to come to church? When you come to church? When you going to church? And they say, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Ain't got here yet. Hello, somebody. They don't want your God. Because they have been blinded by the God of this world. He has blinded their minds and their hearts. And hear me, even the God of this world knows that our God 
is a royal triumph God. That's why when you get in the word, he don't want you. Some of you get to read, you get sleepy. You ever notice that? Mm -hmm. You get sleepy. Yeah. And you know you read some good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to sleep on that. You're going to sleep. You don't know what you do. I ain't fell asleep. He don't want you knowing that. Because see, if you know what the word of God is saying, then you become a problem to Satan. Oh yeah, he knows. There's power in the word. He knows there's a limit in the word. See, Satan knows the word, but he don't live the word. See, when you read it and know it and start living it, you danger. You become a dangerous man or woman to listen the prince of palates, which is Satan himself. He don't want you knowing this. He don't want me preaching to you. That's why he's always at war with me. I'm always in war, but I like to fight. Amen. I know I'm going to win. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all think you're going to fight. I'm going to lose. Yeah, yeah, you just said it. You're going to lose. I ain't losing nothing. I'll lose some weight. Praise the Lord. Amen. But I'll gain. Because I'm trusting him. Everything I have is leaning on him. It's leaning on him. Leaning on what? The everlasting arms. Because you can't have you ever noticed every time you think about doing the work for God, Satan attack your body, your mind, and your spirit. Amen. That'll let you know you're on the right course. Amen. So you take your pain self, hello, your headaches, your heartache, your down, all that, bring it to the altar and leave it there. Amen. Amen. And we just said that, that see, one thing about a, a living sacrifice, it goes to the altar, but it crawls off. But it said, I can't take this. Get the body his. Amen. That's why he said, potential body is a living sacrifice. Yes, you're going through. I'm closing out, y'all. I gave I did my job. I'm the mailman. I gave you your mail. Either you accept it or reject it. This ain't no junk mail you throw up in the corner. Some of the junk mail you better open up. Hello. Might be a notice in there. I said it might be a notice in there. Amen. Notice we're going to turn your gas off. Notice we're going to turn your electric off. And that junk mail, okay. You see up there say, what happened to the lights? You got the candles in there, right, right? <laughs> huh? The gas ain't on. We a little chill in here. What's up going up? You took it and threw it in the corner. And that's the same way we do with messages. Throw them in the corner. Wow. So take it and put it to your life. This is your life. God wants a surrendered life. Amen. Can I get a witness? So, Jesus said, if people want to follow me, they must give up the things they want. Everybody here got wants. Can I get a witness? Amen. I'm going to try that again. Everybody here got wants. He said, give it up and follow me. You don't want to give him up? He said, that's what I want. 
You don't want to give up? He said, that's what I want. Don't be telling God you're in love. He said, because how can you be in love with them and you don't love me? He said, you spend more time with them than you spend at the altar. You spend more time with them than you do with him. God said, what's wrong with you? Haven't I been good to you? Haven't I kept you? When you ask me, then I bless you. He said, according to my word, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do. And you giving all yourself to him or giving all yourself to her. He said, when we going to have some time? God said, I ain't second in your life. He said, if you won't be second, you can forget about me. He said, I'm either Alpha or Omega. I'm the beginning and the end of your life. He said, no, I got to be first. I got to be first. And me and my wife got that relationship. I tell her, quick, God is first in my life. I get with you after finish with God. Hello. She do the same thing. I, I got to preach and I talk to God. Go ahead. I get out the way. I go work out and do something. You finish now? All right. Back to the drawing board. Hello, somebody. But listen to me. We put other people over priority over God. You have given them all you have. And what do you have left? Nothing. It is chaos. And you're trying to take the pieces of your life and you're trying to put it back together again. It won't work. It takes God. Remember Humpty Dumpty had a what? A great fall. And he said all the king what? Horses and all the king's men. Could put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Humpty got the Dumpty. Hello somebody. He got dumped. So if Humpty got dumped, what do you think gonna happen to you, little Humpty? Huh? You gonna get dumped. And you ain't realize you got dumped yet. You ain't the priority in his life or her life. You may think you are, because they show you that they are when they're with you, but when they leave you. Praise the Lord, Pastor. It's the truth. Stop putting people on the throne. Stop putting people over God. If God is first in your life, hear me. And folk that don't know God, they ain't gonna care too much about you. Because they, you know, they say, every time I look around, either you're going to prayer or you're going to church. But you always talk about Jesus. You don't know nothing else. Amen. You know a whole lot. Yes. But you prefer to serve who? God. Jesus. Yes. And since you serve him, you find out, listen, listen, that the pleasures of life are in him. Amen. We be looking for pleasures from Tom, Dick, and Harry, Mary, Ann, and Suzanne. Amen. And you done found out they didn't burn you. Yes. Uh oh. You better watch out, Pastor. Right. They didn't burn you. They didn't burn you. They took your money. Mm. Your peace, your joy. They took everything from you. You can't even buy you a 
cheese sandwich in there. I said cheese sandwich. Because that's how I broke you up. But he loves me. He what? He loves to take from you. I said. He loves to take from you. How can you be in God and say you surrender to God and you love God and you broke, busted, disgusted, and looking like you saw a alley cat walk past you with no tail and ears chopped up and you say you on the Lord's side working like a dog. But you got Meow in you. Who had bewitched you? Who had told you a lie and you believed that it was the truth? You get in God's word and show no truth. If whosoever will come after me, and when you come after God, you're going to lose folk. They'll say they with you. They're going to leave. You got too much God. Too much God in you. Everything come out your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be to God. Amen. You want to go on a date? I'm already on a date. I don't see nobody. He in me. Hello, somebody. Wow. You want a date? Hello. What time is it? It's time for you to leave me alone. Yes. Uh, Y'all don't say that. Yes. I, 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 I get back with you. I just tell you, it's just something about it. Ooh. Glory. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If that gets your attention, you're dangerous. I just love the way he walk, you know? When he opened his mouth, I thought, you go, 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 you go, go. It's goofy brother. And you found what? His walk. He'll care not about you. Satan always wants attention. He'll use anybody to get your attention. In fact, he'll use you against you. A lot of folks say, well, I know myself. No, you don't. You ain't denied yourself. You got to pick up your cross. And it's going to get heavy. It may be heavy. Pick it up. But God, I got a drug problem. He said, pick it up. I got a horse problem. Pick it up. I can't sit still. Pick it up. He said, bring it to me. Keep coming at me. I'm unsettled. He said, bring that to me. Bring everything to me. God, I'm ashamed. He said, bring that to me too. I need it all. I want it all. I want it all. So I can give you. I can make you whole. Amen, somebody. People are living just like in a bag. And the bag is getting ready to bust open. They keep putting weight on it. Weight, I'm talking about sin. Shall we continue in sin? 
that the grace of God above? No. Uh-uh. You can't continue in the stuff that mess you up. I ain't got to tell you, you already know that the stuff that you continued in, it kept you away from God. I said it kept you away from God. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I ain't ringing no more bells. Hello, somebody. That was to get your attention. You got to get out of that stuff. Look how it held you. We can be our most, most miserable nightmare. And then some folk are just so negative that they will develop in a dark room. Develop. Don't believe nothing. Come, they, uh, come, come to church faithfully. Come to church faithfully. I come back. I come back. I come And still ain't learning nothing. The boy told me, well, you know, God, God, God made the herbs. He made, he made the weed. He made the cigarettes. He made all of that. But the back say is a habit is what? This moment. Well, God made it. God ain't got no cigar in his mouth. He said, when you go against my commandments, he said, there's a fly at one end and a fool at the other. He said, I don't want you to smoke. Don't you think I would have put a jelly somewhere? Can I get a witness of money? Y'all want to talk to me? Y'all got to talk to me. I said what I had to say. Either you can take it or leave it. I advise you to take it. Because the devil knows you heard this message. About surrendering, he's going to do everything he can to stop you from surrendering to God. Amen. Can I get a witness, somebody? God has blessed you. He has strengthened you. And how you treat him. Amen. 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 Hey, well, Pastor, I want to go and minister. You ain't going nowhere. You don't even come to church. Amen. What, 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 what I'm sending you out for? You don't even come to hear what we're talking about. You can't take your own plans or focus up to a ministry. Yeah. You know, devil's up there waiting on you. Yeah, so you got to get cleaned up here. Yeah. Know what you're talking about. Well, I can't go because I ain't know. You don't know nothing. Yeah. Question is, are you saved? Come on, Do you really know him? It's going with the formality of things. I've seen, I, I, I seen them. I looked at, look, looked at this pastor on television. He laid hands on him and they fell out because he was drunk. They got drunk off what he fell and he fell out. He pushed them down. They pushed them down and their holders are sitting back there catch him. But I say, well, you got the devil in you. You won't fall. I say, you ain't pushing me down. Get out of here. Hello. Lay your hands on your own self. Amen. Your healing, your deliverance. People always want to go on a venture. Always want to go on a venture. Where you going? Who you going with? Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Who you going with? If any man come after me, he say, deny yourself. You got some so-called homies Friends, neighbors, oh, and family, family. They don't like you Amen. because you picked up your cross Amen. and you follow behind Jesus. And it is amazing when you start to come into church. Family members say to you, "Why are you going to church now?" Wow. 
We were tore up last week. Well, that was last week. I got a wake-up call when I'm a drunk. I got a visit from God. I don't want to drink no more. I want to do what's right. I want to live for God. And they will get mad at you and talk about you like a dog. Did you hear what I just said? Let them talk. It's all right. But you are moving away from them. Can I get a witness? Sure, you love your family, but your family love to kill you. You ain't caught on in that yet, have you? But you just keep doing. Wait, why keep getting kicked in the butt? Because that's what you look like to them. Especially since you done picked up your cross and follow behind Jesus. Folk ain't gonna like you. Amen. So stop looking for folk to like you. Either you're gonna love me or you're gonna hate me. Huh? Because they use that same word in the church. I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't like her. You know why they stop? Because she's looking at him. You know, people read lips now. Yes. What did he just say? I don't know, but he said something about me. That's right. Somebody roll their eyes and they get cock out of it. Hello, somebody. <laughs> if we're the body of Christ, why can't we just love one another? Why can't we help one another? Why can't we strengthen one another? Can I get a witness? Amen. It takes a village. Yes. Hear me now? To take care of children. Amen. It does. But we can take the point nobody say nothing to my children. Well, let me tell you something about uh, Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> if you can't train that monkey now, he gonna become an ape and he gonna tear you up. Hello, somebody. Amen. With the quickness. That's my, that my, that my baby. That my baby, what happened to him? Check this out. You hear me? In the Garden of Eden, the serpent was a snake. Are you with me? But in the book of Revelation, he becomes a dragon. Now, how did he get so big? From, from being there. He got big because, listen, the sins of the saints. They keep playing with God. They keep playing with God. Keep playing with God. God said, I'm not playing. I'll give you life. I'll give you life. I'll give you, listen, listen, I want you to live. I'm going to die so you can live. He said, I'm going to take care of your pain, the sickness. I'm going to take it all. Why? Because I love you that much. No man could take the pain or the agony that he went through. Even his disciples that he handpicked, that he loved so dear, all turned their back on him. And he said, Father, according to your will, I have to rebuke myself. But I got to go to the cross knowing that 
this is a rebellious house. That my church is going to be a rebellious church. And that's why he told Peter, he said, Peter, upon this rock, I build my church and the gates of hell shall not, shall not. But in other words, it can't take over you unless you allow it to. He said, Father, I love them. I love them so much that I'm willing to go through. 30 years of his life that he planned for three years. He was 33 and a half when he died. He volunteered so you can live. The father was going to destroy this world. The Bible said even when they came to get him. You know what the hurt part is? They didn't know which one was Jesus. Because see, when you hang around him, you look like him. And they was looking and he said, all them disciples, they all look alike. And always take somebody within to snitch you out. And the Bible says, they came and talked to Judas Iscariot. And Jesus and Judas had the spirit of more money, more money, more money. We give you 30 pieces of silver if you sell your master out. Judas forgot for a minute that he was the treasurer of the disciples. If he wanted more money, he could have went into the treasury, took what he wanted, and Jesus would have never argued with him long as he put it back. Oh yeah. But now he went beyond that. He said, I want that money. I want more money. Just like us. We got the greed for money. What I got to do? You got to tell us which one is Jesus. And the Bible said Jesus in the garden. He was praying. Talking to his father. He said, Father. I'm getting ready to die for people that hate me. People that are rebellious against me. People that curse me. People that hate you. But I'm getting ready to die for them because they do not know who you are. He said it's a heavy, it's a heavy task, Father. He said that his assignment and agony for the will of God was so heavy that drops of blood just started coming down like sweat because he felt the pain of us and we were being rebellious against God. He said because they don't know me. He said but 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 when I get when I go to give my life there's going to be a change. And then the God, he said, Father, not my will, but your will. I'm ready to die for them. And the Bible said, they whipped him all night long. They beat him all day long. They tried to rip his back out. And he said, these stripes, they beat me so 
that it was so heavy, it is your healing for the nation. Somebody got to die. And Jesus said, I will. And when he went, they called themselves trying to help him. You are the king of the Jews. He put a crown of thorn around him, stuck it in his head. Gushes of blood just came down. He threw his robe on him, pick up his cross. He was in pain. He was in agony. And that cross that he carried was our cross. The whoopings that he took was our whoopings. And the sickness and the pain that we go through, he said, I got a healing for them. I got a healing for them. I got a healing for them. And the healing is my stripes on my back. My stripes. It's going to be the healing. No man could do this. Had to be the son of God. Pain and agony that he never felt that he went through. And the Bible says that when they laid him on Calvary, they laid him down on the cross, on his own cross that he carried. They took the spikes, not nails, the spikes, big red rose spikes, stuck it right here in his wrist because if they would put it in the hand, the weight of the body was splitting. But they put him here, put him there, and hung stretched him wide. And then they crossed his feet and took the long one and hit it straight through. And the Bible said, he never said a mumbling word. You know what his tears was? He was crying for us. I said he was crying for us. He was feeling our pain, our agony, our rebellion, all because of his love for us. No one else can do the things that he did. What kind of love is this that a man leaves the kind of glory come down and put on flesh that you may live? And we were haters of God. We didn't want to hear nothing about God. But God said, I'm going to give you what I got. My only begotten son. And we sit here every week acting like God owes us something. He did over 2,000 years. If anything, you owe him. Are you ready to die? Paul said, I die daily. Each day I got to die. I got to surrender every day because I am messed up. I messed up and I got to die daily. Yes, pain. And let me tell you something. When you come over yourself, God can use you. And the Bible said, they put him on the cross. That cross, they put him on it. And when they put the hole in the ground and pulled him up, that the S-U-N that we see every day stop shining because the S-O-N was on the cross shining. 
to the world, they saw an innocent man dying for us. And they looked at this and the Bible said, while he was there, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He said, I'm your son. They beat me. They pulled my beard out. They spit up my face. I am naked on this cross. Look what they have done to me. Forgive them. Forgive them. But they don't know who I am. A thief. Two of them are there. One thief says, Jesus, when you get to your kingdom, remember me. The Bible says, Jesus, stop dying. How do you stop dying when you're dying? He stopped dying and lifted his head up. He said, this day, thou shalt be with me in paradise. One was left and one was taken. There you go. There you go. And he said, because the sun was beating down on him so heavy, he said, I thirst. And they thirst. They thought he was thirsting really for water, but he was thirsting for us. I said he was thirsting for us. They gave him vinegar to drink, and you know vinegar is strong. He put it on a reef and stuck it in his mouth. Bible said he cried out, my God, my God, why, why have thou forsaken me? Well, yeah, Father, now this is Jesus talking, the flesh is talking, why has thou forsaken me? Never in history or eternity that God and Jesus was separated because they were always one. But sin will separate you from God. And it's separating. And though it like his father turned his back on him because he had taken on our sins, our past, present, and future sins of this world. And the father said, I... Jesus said, I love him so much. All I have, I give. But Father, I can't deal with it no more. I've given you all that I can give you. My job was to connect them back to you. He said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. In other words, Take me back home, God. I surrender. I surrender. There you go. I surrender unto you, Father. Take me back. I give them over to you. 
said it's finished, and he gave up the ghost. Dropped his head, locks up his shoulder, and died. Jesus died, but Christ never dies. And the Bible said they looked. Who is this that lightning comes and darkness comes and the earth is shaking and dead bodies is getting up? Who is that man? Truly, you have killed the Son of God. And the Bible says they didn't really believe. Is he dead? They take the spear Stuck it in his side, out came water, then blood. And doing crucifixion, they would break your legs so you wouldn't walk if somebody took you off the cross. And the Bible has been fulfilled, none of his bones were broken. It couldn't break his bones because it was prophesied that it would not break his bones. The Bible said, as he hung in, Dead. They looked at him. They said, truly, we have killed an innocent man. What kind of man that can come from glory, put on flesh, and die? No one can do that but him. And the Bible says, they take him off the cross. And when they take him off the cross, they put him in a borrowed tomb. A borrowed tomb. In other words, they put him in Joseph Arminal's tomb. And the Bible says the disciples was all scattered. They all left. It is amazing when you got it going on, everybody want to be with you. But when nothing going your way, nobody wants to be with you. And they buried him. Put him in the tomb. We got to stay in God. Because his disciples going to come and take his body. But Jesus already told them, I'm getting up. I can't stay here. I must rise. And the Bible said when they put him in the tomb and sealed the tomb, he went down in Ephesians 4 chapter. It's called paradise, but it was the low paradise, which is hell. They was down there going off, having the ups and downs, doing the tootsie roll, the jerk, the camera, the mucking bullfrog. Because they thought that it was over for him. Can I talk to you a little bit? Just like when people think it's over for you, it's just the beginning. 
said is a beginning. And that beginning is so powerful, can nothing stop you but you. The Bible says he knocks on hell's door. And they peep through the peephole like you do when collectors come to your house. And the demon said, it's Jesus. Say, open the door. I say, no, we can't open the door. It's Jesus said, didn't we kill him? Oh, Calvary. The Bible says, Jesus goes through the door of hell. And when he walks through the door, he looks and he sees bastards, preachers, missionaries, unsaved. And say that was messed up. Come up from the floor, chained to the wall. And Jesus looked. And the demon said, Satan, he's here. What we gonna do? He said, get him. He said, we did everything you told us to do. He called every disease, he called every affliction to attack him. They backed up because they couldn't touch that. What kind of son is this that can come down on our territory and take charge? And the Bible said, while he was there, he looked and he saw there's got to be a cleaning up here. But on the other half of the great gulf that was there, he could see the saints of God. They was worshiping God. They was praising him. And he saw them. That's my next lane. I got to cross over. And the Bible says, when he crossed over, the saints were so happy. They was hugging Jesus. Yeah. They was happy. In other words, these was the ones that already died, the righteous. And Jesus looked at me and said, are you ready for departure? And he looked at Jesus, yes. He said, stand back. He said, earth, open up. And the Bible says, the earth opened up. You ever seen an escalator? Jesus came up the first of them that slept came up. And when he came up, God Almighty, they came up behind. Walked the street. Dead folk got up walking the street with them that was messed up. Hear me? Jesus looked. And they say, what kind of man is this? And he resurrected. And the Bible says in Corinthians, he says, oh death, where is thy sting? Oh grave, where is thy victory? In other words, you can't even hold me. My father have came and rescued me. Thank you, Father. I thought you weren't gonna come, but you kept your word. You kept your word. You kept your word. You said you would come and
He's the one that surrendered. He's the one that gave it all up. They trusted me. So they're here. I'm going to leave them here. Where you going, Jesus? I got to go back. I told them I'll be back. He's talking for us now. He's talking about us now. I told them I was coming back. They said them, they, they was doing their thing, having a party, doing anything they wanted. He said, I told them I was coming back. The Bible says so. They ain't just say, Jesus, if you go, you're going to be legal. It ain't going to be right. He said, huh? I got a body. It's on ice. I'm going to get them. Yeah. I'm going to get them. I'm going to come to the rescue. So they don't have to go through what I went through. Their victory. Their victory is in them. As the church is standing. Yes, it's going to cost you. God is looking for a total surrenderance. All the unnecessary stuff you've been going through. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? In my closing, let me warn you. When you decide to live a totally surrendered life, that decision will be tested. Sometimes it will mean doing inconvenient, unpopular, costly, or seemingly impossible tasks. It will even mean doing the opposite of what you feel like doing. Make up your mind. It's your day today. I don't know what you want from the Lord. But I know he wants a total surrender. The pain and agony that he went through, none of us could deal with it. I say none of us could. The altar is open to you today. If you want to surrender, come to Jesus. Be ready to deny yourself. And when you're ready to deny yourself, then God said, I'll bless you. I'll take you to heights you've never been. I'll take you to places you've never been. He said, stop delaying me. He said, the more you delay me, the more you're going to go through unnecessary. And because you heard this message, Satan had rolled up against you the more. But for who the sun sets free, it's free indeed. Can I get a witness? God said, believe me. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am Jehovah God. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the God that make ways out of no way. I can take a mountain and it turn into a valley. 
can change your heart, I can change your mind. He said, the thing that you fighting up against that's trying to kill you, he said, bring it to me. And if you bring it to me, I'll bless you. I'll make you new. Therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, they are a new creature. All things are passed away. The whole all things become new. Tell God you're a liar. Tell him you ain't right. Tell him you want to be right. You want to fix it. God, fix it for me. I can't do it by myself. I can't do it. I can't do it. I need you to more, God. I need you every step of the way. I go through. Can't sleep at night. Why? Because there's a heavy burden. There's some burdens in my life. There's some things in my life. I didn't know how they got there, but they're there, God. I need them out. I need them out. I need them out. I need them out. I need them out, God. I need them out. I need you to more, God. I need you to more. I need your strength. Are you ready to surrender? God said, I need all your surrender. I don't need this. I need, I need this down on Sunday. I need surrender to you. Give me what you got. He said, I promise to bless you. He said, why is it so hard when it comes down to my people for them to surrender to me? And the thing that you hold on to is the thing that's going to kill you. It will take you out. You know, it reminds me of in Acts the fifth chapter, Ananias and Sapphira. The Bible says they were blessed. And as they were blessed, husband and wife, they, they, they took the property and sold the property instead of giving it to the church that had helped those that was in the need. The Bible says, when Ananias came, Peter said to him, Have thy soul, what have you done with the property? He lied to the Holy Spirit. And he said, No, I didn't. Peter looked at him and said, Because you lied to God and the Holy Spirit. These tickets are ready to take you out. He dropped dead in front of the church. They took him out and buried him. And his wife came looking for him. She went out shopping with that money, doing what she had no business doing, but that's what she did. And she came back and said, have anybody seen Ananias? And Peter asked her, what have y'all done? Did you sell it or did you not? She lied. Peter said the same feet that took your husband out is here to take you out. And she dropped dead. What you saying, preacher? Stop lying to God. Stop this slumberness. Stop this laziness. Make up your mind if you're going to be in the kingdom or not. God ain't begging you to be in the street to be a citizen. That's what he's saying. He needs you now. He needs you now. He needs you now. I don't care what else you got. I need you now. I need 
you to do. I need you now. If you are willing and obedient, you can eat better than that. Are you saved? Praise the Lord. You know what You know what You anoint your hands for the work. Take care of that. Oh no. Total surrender. Total surrender. Father, the name of Jesus. Bless my sister. Put your heart and your mind in the name of Jesus. She comes surrendering. She comes surrendering. She comes to give you all, all that she has. She comes to give to you in the name of Thanking you for your love. Thank you, God, for saving. Thank God for delivering. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Say, help my death. Come and out of the abides on the inside. And we thank you. And we trust you. In Jesus' name. Now bless me. Bless me. Thank you. 